Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. Hi, I'm Chris Lorello, Corporate Manager for CEA. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that uses tax credit contributions from individuals and corporations and turns them into scholarships for students. The best part about being connected with CEA is knowing that you have a choice in where your state taxes go and helping children and families to choose the education best suited for them. Today's guest is a Catholic school diehard supporter and a local realtor. His roots and connections with Catholic schools in the Diocese of Phoenix are very deep. So he is here today to share his story and his insights about corporate partnerships with CEA. Please welcome to the program, Matt Coaches. Hi, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. We are very pleased you're here, and we would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about your background. Yeah, no problem. So I uh, grew up in Tempe, attended Our Lady of Mount Carmel uh, for all eight years there, had a great had a great experience with uh, my faith journey there and, and the community and um, the natural progression was over to Seton Catholic in the early 90s uh, when Seton was experiencing a lot of growth. And so I uh, went there, a lot of friends went there from Mount Carmel as well and uh, really had faith forming and career character development and just kind of became who I was at Seton. Uh, lots of opportunity and and still some great, amazing friendships that, that came out of there. Made my way down to Tucson, attended U of A. And in uh, my fourth year, I was doing the five-year plan, solid five-year plan. <laughs> A lot of people and, do. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it got disrupted. Um, one of my old football coaches actually tragically passed in a car accident. And uh, I was coaching football at South Point down in Tucson at the time. Uh, at, started at 19. And so I was 21 and just felt like I needed to get back up to Seton and as silly as it is, get on the football staff. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so I did actually, it was, it was its own minor miracle. I was able to reconfigure some credits and take some classes up here and finalize my graduation that December. But I was up here in time to get on the football team as a, as a coach. The next year, um, that coaching led me to a staff position at Seton Catholic. And so I became not just a football coach there, but a teacher, and then later on, assistant athletic director, and uh, worked in the business education department with my math, with, I had a degree in uh, business. And so I was able to leverage that and teach some personal finance to the kids and <clears throat> do the coaching thing and the assistant athletic thing. And then, you know, I never had a teaching degree. So that only went so far <laughs> and eventually stepped out of uh, working at Seton and pursued real estate. In the meantime, we had some children. Uh, my wife, Leah, actually, while, we were at, while I was at Seton, we got married and she started working there. And so she still works there today. I worked at Seton 10 years and she's on her thir- 13th year, I think. So um, she likes to brag that now. She's got more class. Yeah, it really hit home one day because you know I went there. I was only gone for a few years, and I came back, and so everyone knew Mister Coaches. And um, one day I was there, and we walked in, and 
someone introduced me. They're like, oh, this is this is Matt Coaches. This is Leah's husband. <laughs> and that was the first time. This is Mrs. Coaches' oh, husband. Yeah. And that was the first time that that introduction was ever kind of switched around. Um, so it was fun. But anyhow, so we have three children. They all attend Our Lady of Mount Carmel um, from day one. And we have, my oldest is Madeline. She's 14. And she'll actually be attending Seton next year. So we're just kind of so going through that transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to move. It's like, you know, we're, we're here. We're mm-hmm. lifers. Um, well, we're rumor told me that you were even on the, were you on a school board? Or? Yeah, so a okay. <laughs> uh, couple years, I got, uh, a couple years ago, I was asked to be on the school board. Did that. Um, actually was with Colleen on the hiring committee for uh, a principal over there. And then this is my second round. So. Starting this year, I'm the president of the school board at Mount Carmel again. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, a long time ago, that football coach actually mm-hmm. um, gave me a life lesson I'll never forget. And he said, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. And if we want much, we have to constantly be giving. So I'm always looking to, and I enjoy the heck out of it. I'm always looking to yeah. give back and, and do what I can. Well, and that is a perfect segue, honestly, into then talking about an additional way that you've chosen to give back. And uh, that would be, you know, toward, toward the, the tax credits. You have been an individual donor, of course. Yes. <laughs> Growing up, you, were, you understood the tax credits. You have children in school, so you understood the individual tax credits. But then when you became a business owner, you talked about the fact that you own your own real estate business. Um, you then pushed towards also being a corporate contributor. So tell me a little bit about that process and how that all happened. Yeah, no, absolutely. So <clears throat> I was always familiar with CEA, the, the tax scholarships and the tax credit, um, even from my time before we had kids. When I was uh, an educator at Seton, I knew about it, to, and I was always talking to people about, hey, how are you doing this? You know, especially the high school tuition is really pricey, so mm-hmm. people are constantly looking for help. So I knew about that. I knew about ways to do it, and then when we put our kids in school, um, you know, we were constantly out there asking people if rally they were contributing. Rally the family, exactly. yep, rally the friends. Getting everyone behind us. So uh, we, not, we used it for years. I knew about it for 12 plus years, 15 plus years. And no, I had never heard of this the corporate. corporate. <laughs> I had heard of, you know, you can contribute as a business. I just always assumed it was mm-hmm. like, hey, your LLC can contribute in lieu of your personal or maybe just in addition. And I think... The biggest realization to me was not only your business can contribute sole and separate of what you contribute, but there's no limit. Right. And that's when I was just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> that, some dots. yeah, yeah. I need to know more about this. And of course, the big question is how many parents are exactly like you, not just at Seton Catholic Prep or at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, but honestly, in any one of the 36, 35 other schools, Catholic schools, that CEA serves. How many more parents know about the individual? They're out there always rallying for the individual, but they don't know that either they could ask their employer or mm-hmm. if they happen to have a business, that this is a viable opportunity for them. Yeah, no, and I think you nailed it. There's, it's twofold, right? There's people out there, I own a business. What, I want to know more about this. That's kind of a no-brainer. But there's people that are out there that's like, I don't own a business. Mm-hmm. But one thing I know about most Catholic school families is they're passionate people, community oriented, um, and they probably have a great relationship 
with their employer mm-hmm. to an extent that they maybe can go have a conversation with them about, hey, you know, or is this something you're willing to look into and, and contribute? Because it's not even a donation. It's just a redirecting of your your company's tax dollars. Right. Yeah. And I think people know more people than they realize they know. You know, we all think, oh, I don't know anybody in, you know, high place, so to speak. But one of the things that you and I had talked about in a discussion previous to this is if we start thinking about, even at school, all of the different companies that we utilize, you're in the athletic program, mm-hmm. right? So think about the vendors that you use for pizza for the, the football team or the cheerleaders or the band. Um, think about the companies that provide transportation, the companies that are providing uniforms. Um, and you can go down the line if you really start thinking about it. There's a lot of, of different businesses that we use every day. And even though we're maybe not buddies with them, they still provide a service to us, um, you know, that we might pay for. Maybe they would consider using their tax liability. I, I definitely think so. And I think most businesses, no matter what size, you know, people are willing to be charitable. And it, a lot of times it's just hard. Like there's just not enough money. There's things you're trying to grow and try and do. Or there's times like we're in now where, hey, we just need to squirrel some things away. And having the ability to say, okay, I can help, and it just takes a tad more effort, but no extra dollars, um, I think that's something that people want to hear. They just didn't know it existed. That's a great point, because it's not a donation. It's just a direction of tax liability. We also are very aware that there are businesses that this year that may not have as much liability as they've had in the past, and that's okay. Um, We'll take any... (laughs) Well, liability they have. Yeah, when you were saying even if you don't have the liability, so for example, if I actually overpaid, right, that that carries on? Five years, yes. For five years. Tax credit is good for five years. So similar to the personal. Yeah, there's no risk. There's no risk. Yeah, if you you happen to overestimate what your tax liability will be and you happen to overpay, um, it can carry over. And so, yeah, there truly is no risk to it. Yeah, so if people can afford it, they can... They can get great point, Matt. <laughs> awesome. So, um, tell me, I'm going to go back for a second. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the effect that your Catholic education has had um, in terms of an in, an impact on your life. You said you you know you met your wife mm-hmm. and she's a teacher, and so obviously that's a very huge impact. Give me some other details of your life that. The football coach. That's yeah. A, that was a great thing. Yeah. So, you know, I just think uh, God works in our lives all in, in his own way. And um, in my life, it's definitely through other people. And so being in a Catholic community in a Christian environment has always enabled me to, to have a deeper relationship with God through others that are, that are like-minded. And, um, you know, I think not only having good people around me and, and being part of a, a greater community, I think that's what is really catholic about all of this is mm-hmm. we're in this together and um the just figuring things out problem solving determination like the catholic private school system in arizona for good and for bad doesn't have the best buildings doesn't have the best facilities um we're left to kind of figure it out and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing um you know it taught me hard work determination uh, a little bit of grit and and being opportunistic and and optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, and that's just a super important way to approach life, I think. And so um, I still see that in our system, our school system today. 
uh, maybe even now more than ever. Uh, and it's the, the Catholic community is the big part of it for me, you know, just being tied in with others and being there to support each other and, and walk this crazy life path and faith <laughs> journey together because, yeah. you know, it's not easy. So we need that support. And it's for all of those reasons, the community, I love that because part of being a corporate partner with CEA and our Catholic community is that we do like to elevate our corporate partners. We love to be able to integrate our corporate partners into things that we're doing, uh, marketing, communication, that sort of thing. So there are benefits. Not only are you going to be a part of something like you were talking about, just this, this amazing sense of community, but then there's some outlying things too that, that becoming part of our community, even if it's part of our corporate donor community, mm -hmm. you're still going to be a part of the community. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit. I know it took a while for you to find out about this. <laughs> we talked about that at the very top of the podcast where you were an individual contributor for years. You were a student for years. You knew about the individual tax credits, but it took a while for the corporate thing to hit you. What can Catholic Education Arizona do better um, you know, for us to reach more businesses, more people like you who are already integrated with us but didn't know? Yeah, well, it, and it was a little embarrassing to have not had this realization sooner, but um, I think at the end of the day, it just it came down to a conversation, mm -hmm. you know, just someone sitting down and, and me taking five minutes and literally just five minutes to listen and hear, okay, it's not what I thought it was, right? Because I run into that all the time, not just in my business, but, but especially in my business, you know, everyone thinks they know real estate. And I think that's a lot with life. We're inundated with information. We, we think we know everything. And I would just encourage people that are small business owners, listen, five minutes to hear something you already knew, if that's all it ends up being, is not the end of the world. But just give five minutes and maybe you'll learn something new. And, and that's what happened with me. So I took that five minutes and, and had a conversation and realized, okay, wait, there's, there's a lot to this. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give what I learned. You correct where I'm maybe making a mistake. But, oh, sure. you know, that, that one, number one, I had to become an S-Corp. And I was just an LLC. You were a double C, right. And becoming an S-Corp was something that was on my mind anyway. I was ready to start payroll. Um, and pr in previous years, I know there was uh, a tax advantage. Well, that year, last year, right. um, there were some tax law changes. And my accountant had said, you know, there's no real benefit to going with an S-Corp. And so I had backburnered it and then had this conversation. I said, okay, I just need to do it. And then I can contribute to CEA as an S-Corp, even though maybe there's not a whole lot of tax benefits. And so a key point out of that disclosure, talk to a tax accountant professional, make sure it works for your situation. Right. Right. Um, but once I had that five-minute conversation, I figured out, okay, I can become an S-Corp. Then the biggest aha of all kind of hit me, which was there's no limit on what you can contribute. I guess your limit would be your probably liability. your liability. Right. But even that, you, I mean, you, if you had a great year and you want to roll it in the next, there's the five-year period where you can still claim it. Right. Um, so that, that was key to me and knowing that, wow, we can help so much more. And this isn't helping you know, a, a kid directly through a recommendation or a school directly through a, this is an overall organization. And this can amount to, it's fun to be a part of something big, right? This can be huge. Like the, the money in this can be just absolutely a game changer for our entire 
Diocesan Catholic school system, and that's that's very cool. And and to to elaborate on that just a second, the corporate tax credits, just so that everybody does understand and and are you're clear on it, they are for low income, and then there is the disabled and displaced tax credit. So those are children that are IEP five hundred four. Um, or they are a part of our Arizona foster care system. And these kids getting the corporate help, you know, under the qualifying guidelines through, you know, the AZDOR, it actually helps other funds in other areas open up, right? So it, it really does expand the good that we all do with the individual tax credits, or even at the school level, what the, the development directors are doing with donations that go directly to schools. It all helps, and it, it frees up dollars everywhere when the corporations say, look, we're going to take this off your plate. We're going to help the low-income families, and we're going to help the disabled, displaced families. It really does all intertwine, and it works together. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because there, there is that notion out there that this is just helping people that already go to the school, mm-hmm. and, and that's not the case. And actually, I know 15, 20 years ago, there were waiting lists to get into our private schools. That, that's not the case anymore. And so this is, number one, an opportunity for our schools to go and get people and fill seats. But more importantly, this is an opportunity for people who couldn't otherwise afford it but really want that experience. They want that community, the education, the opportunity for their, for their students. Um, I mean, you know, a little bit close to home, I couldn't have gone to Seton if it weren't for some help. You know, or or Mount Carmel, and I was fortunate enough to have grandparents to help us along the way. In Catholic schools, it's not private; doesn't mean privilege. No, not at all, <laughs> and it shouldn't. And right. it shouldn't. I agree. The it should be open thing. to everybody. And it should. And so, and that's and you know that's that's the biggest Catholic mission of all of this, right? Is if, if people want that education, they should be able to have it, mm-hmm. in despite the expenses. So this is this is really the closest opportunity we'll ever have. To being able to fund as much of an education as we as we want, so I I, I love the opportunity. You are Mr. CEA. <laughs> We're gonna give you a crown. Thank you so much because I I love your message, the fact that you were open to opening your mind and not thinking like oh I already know everything about this. It really truly is a three to five minute conversation. I tell people that all the time, and I think they think I'm lying to them. <laughs> but really, the fr- there's a couple of qualifying things. The first question I'll ask a corporate partner is, are you an S-corp or a C-corp? You know, no, I'm an LLC. Okay, well, are you an LLC that files as right. an S-corp or a C-corp? Because that's common, too. Or if you're an insurance company and you're paying a premium tax in Arizona, if, if you are any of those things right there, this could be a great option for you. And, and really, it's as easy as that. Well, I think that knowing, too, if you're not, like, there's no real stipulation about becoming an S-Corp. There's no, like, well, you have to reach certain levels. You, you can do it. It just, yeah, just do talk it. to your accountant, make sure it makes sense, and, and go do it. File I, paper. <laughs> it, it's, it really, yeah, I hired someone. cost me, like, the same amount to do an LLC type of thing. And that was really? It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's just It's good to know, and, too. There you go. Yeah. And everyone's different, but mm-hmm. it is it is a smart thing to talk to your tax prep tax prep team to yeah. find out if that would be an option. Do you have any questions for me? Boy, I feel like I should, but I think we got it all. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and just to remind everybody out there that is listening, um, we are in the last couple of weeks of gathering our corporate partners. 
Um, applications will be due to the Arizona Department of Revenue starting that very first week of July. And so we are gathering all of the applications in June. We'd love to have all of our T's crossed and I's dotted by June 30th. And that way we can go into a seamless um, submission process with AZDOR. We do all the work, I promise. Matt, I sent you a confirmation form or a commitment form. Mm -hmm. You know, you filled that out with your tax prep team. It's very simple. You even can pick general fund or you can choose to have your tax direction go to a specific school. Um, I wonder what schools those will be. <laughs> and then, you know, from there, um, CEA does all the work. Really, we even have very open communication with all of our corporate partners. Yeah. So, um, and, that, and that's one thing I, I, we didn't talk about. When... When I'm just doing a written normal tax credit, I can kind of contribute any time. Usually it's April 14th, right? Uh, yeah, for individual. For yeah. individual, yeah. It's yeah. like right before I can <laughs> get it before. in. Right before. Um, however, so. with, with, uh, with this, that there is a deadline. It's, it's July 1st every year that your right. application, and you have to know the amount and, and all that. So similar, I guess it's just moving the deadline. Right? right, it's a little bit. And it is because, you know, there is a cap. Mm -hmm. um, the state of Arizona, as gracious and as wonderful as this benefit is, there is a cap on it. And once the tax credits are taken, then we work on next year. So, you know, it's okay. You might be able to take it next year if the cap is met. But we're hoping that, that we actually are very impactful this year and can bring on a lot of corporate partners. And one of the things like the benefit of, of my talking to you today, Matt, you know, I'd love for you to plug your business, please. <laughs> Because that is one of the things we want to do. We want our corporate partners to utilize us as another voice. You know, um, we want to feature you in a newsletter and have you at our networking events where you can meet other corporate partners. And then also, you know, you introducing us to, to your friends and family that might own businesses. And then we, again, we become this big community of corporate networkness. <laughs> so, I like that. No, I that business. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that opportunity. Um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is homecoach.com. It's a little bit of play on being a coach in my last name, coaches. But so it's h o m e k o a c h dot com, and all my contact information is there. And really, just there if anyone needs some help, second opinion on their home. Uh, maybe they're stuck in a bit of a bind and need to know a best way out. I'm whatever I can do to help. I'm here. Right. And do you primarily work in the East Valley or do you work all over town? I have a team and we work all over town. Okay, good uh, enough. Yeah, we even, we've got referrals in, in Tucson and Flagstaff. So really across the state, we can make sure if it's not us, it's somebody who's just as good and just an experience and it's going to care for people just the same. Perfect. So thank you very much, You're Matt welcome. Coaches, for joining us. Thanks and, for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. To learn how you can create future leaders with Catholic Education Arizona, please visit our website at ceaz.org or give us a call at 602-218-6542. So again, Matt, thanks for being our guest on the program. And thank you all of our listeners for hanging out with us today. It's always a great day at CEA. See you next time. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.